0: Hello. <laughs> I didn't know if we were just waiting for you to start the intro Oh, okay Yeah. Thank you guys for joining me And anybody listening, welcome to another episode of the Peach Geeks Film Club It is a, conceptually a book club, but for movies Because reading books uh, takes too long And they put me to sleep nowadays, as sad as that is to admit <laughs> um, So that's kind of the concept between this whole thing And... We for Halloween not Halloween for October wanted to do some uh Halloween themed movies. So the last episode we did Hocus Pocus.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so good. And
0: now I still have a lot of concerns. <laughs> I I have a lot of concerns. But this week we have gone through and rewatched the original uh Halloween movie from nineteen seventy eight. I'm gonna go around and let everybody introduce themselves
2: hi i'm jeff i'm finally back
1: jeff's back i'm emily aka annie's missing (laughs) pants.
3: and i'm sean the one questioning lots of things about this movie
0: and i'm eric who is normally eric but today i'm jacob so now i get to be two people Wow! Because Jacob's not here now. I Magic. heard it's
3: because Jacob uh, pooped his pants in the watching of this because he doesn't like horror, so he is uh, currently cleaning
0: that up. I, it, if that was the case, I'd have a lot of concerns. First of all, because this isn't even a horror film; it's not scary.
1: No, <laughs> I was. I this is my first time watching it. I think maybe I watched it when I was younger, but I may or I just blocked it out. But I was just so anxious for this movie because Sean is a scaredy cat so my horror scary movie tolerance has uh, greatly decreased since uh, we started dating and um, so I knew this was spoopy and so I was very nervous and then I watched it and I was like oh
2: (laughs) if I may it is a subgenre of horror it is the slasher movie which is the much more
3: tolerable horror films (laughs)
2: Yeah, which is basically your Friday the 13th, your uh, uh, Sleepaway Camps, your Nightmare on Elm Street, those types of movies where it's basically one person uh, basically coming after you like an inevitable wave of death.
0: So, And and here's the thing. I agree with you and I understand that. And I'm going to read off the little bit that jacob had written here for us about all that but normally with slasher movies i can feel a little invested like if i'm watching friday the 13th i'm like yeah when's he gonna get him you know um not that i'm advocating for murder but jason did nothing wrong
1: yeah and i feel like other slashers it's like uh a lot more suspense and like shock you know when they're around and this one didn't have it but we can talk about that after you uh read off this spiel go
0: go through this little uh little paragraph here so some basics here Uh, halloween is a 1978 slasher film Uh, a lot of people consider it to be the beginning of the of the series of slasher movies of a series of a series of slasher movies uh, which was inspired by Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho almost two decades earlier. Uh, the series starting, starring the unrepentant, unknowable, and evil incarnate Michael Myers was the first of the now-classic movie-murderer films that dominated horror in the 80s and 90s. Before Jason, Freddy, and Chucky, there was Michael. Halloween starred Donald Pleasance and Jamie what Lee is Curtis. His name? And what, Donald Pleasance? Pleasance. Pleasance? Pleasance. He was very pleasant to have on set.
2: Loomis was he, his character was awesome. Mouth shut up now. Sorry, continue.
0: Uh, I also starred Jamie Lee Curtis in her first role before she started hawking Activia on commercials, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as well as Nick Castle as Michael Myers, who in the credits is called the Shape. Uh, in
3: the huh. Movie. Which is a weird yeah, thing didn't, that we'll get to.
0: They, I, 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 I don't, I don't know. Um, the film spawned a franchise that now spans eleven movies. Which includes uh, he, Jacob has written here several reboots, but there's really only the one reboot, which was the uh, Robin Zombie like pair of movies, right?
2: Actually, there are there are two reboots. Basically, what happened was that from the original, they went on to make two, three had absolutely nothing to do with it. Mm -hmm. Four and five were returned to it, and then I believe six actually rebooted back to number two's timeline. Seven was a sequel to that, and then they came out with the Rob Zombie, which was a total reboot of it, and then they came out with uh, this one, uh, 2018, which was... A direct sequel to the original one, creating a third timeline. (laughs) So it's very timey wimey, wibbly wobbly.
0: But see, here's the thing about that: I don't really think any of that counts as a reboot as much as it does, like retcons and like split time. Like, I, I don't want to. Time doesn't matter in Michael Myers universe. I don't, I don't want to think about temporal distortions when we're talking about a dude running around in an old William Shatner mask stabbing people.
2: <laughs> but also, go with me on this journey here. Busta Rhymes. Mm
1: hmm. hmm. That's it. All right. <laughs> oh, okay. It all makes sense. Busta Rhymes was <laughs> on Masked Singer, Masked Singer. The person wears a mask. Michael Myers wears a mask. <laughs> it all Lord, makes Lord
0: have mercy. And so, therefore, what we're saying is that Michael Myers is actually Buster Rhymes.
1: I think we solved it, y'all. Like, I, I know you just said he's unknowable, <laughs> but I think we now know him.
0: Cue the X-Files theme.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, all episode right,
3: done. <laughs> um, so I'm going to text Jacob a timestamp on this so he can cut it out. Um, but Jeff... Can you maybe turn your gain down slightly, or like sit back just a hair, just because I can hear you you breathing in it.
2: <sighs> <laughs> sorry, but sorry about that. Is that a bit better?
0: So where do I leave off reading here? So yeah, we talk about the the reboots and retcons and temporal distortions, uh, as he as Jeff mentioned and as Jacob has written here for us. The third movie season of the witch that quote, neither continues any form of story continuity or even has Michael Myers in it. Um, They Hmm. already have two sequels planned to the 2018 retcon. Uh, The first one comes out next year, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. There's a bunch of comics and games and novelizations as well. It is apparently considered one of the most successful independent films of all time and did well enough at the box office apparently just through word of mouth. Of course, any discussion about Halloween can't ignore its director, John Carpenter, who is a legend among horror and movie cult, cult movie fans. I can't read tonight. Uh, and for good reason. Halloween is just one of many of his incredible films that puts him squarely in the pantheon of legendary directors.
1: Listen, you can't read. That's why we got Film Club, right? This ain't no book club. This You're film right.
3: Club.
0: But like, I got to be able to read the notes.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm going to be honest, I've heard of some of John Carpenter's other movies, but I feel like the only other ones that I would classify as, like, big. I mean, obviously, The Thing is really big. Um, and then maybe the, like, Escape movies, like Escape from New York or uh, whatever. But, like, I don't I don't know that, like, I know that much other from him. Have you all seen a lot of his other stuff?
2: How about Scream?
3: Did he do
1: Scream? Wait.
2: Wait, no, he didn't do Scream. Sorry, that was my fault.
1: <laughs> but have you heard of it? <laughs> but they,
2: they did actually have a, him in a cameo in the third one, I think. Second or third one. Huh. Fun fact there.
3: Yeah, it's just like, I mean, not to knock anything he's done, like I'm sure some of this is really good or whatever, but yeah, I'm not super familiar with some of this stuff. I mean, I, I would say like Halloween and the thing are probably the biggest ones. And it's interesting. I'm looking on his his uh Wikipedia and he only did the first
0: Halloween, is that right? That's what when sure. I was looking at it a while ago, yeah.
2: Yeah, he was the director of it while he was a producer on the others, I believe.
0: Oh, uh, okay.
3: Yeah, it's always one of those things like I feel like when you spawn a franchise, you almost automatically assume the director at least carries over for the first couple.
1: Mhm. Now, um, you said he also did the thing? Yeah. That's interesting, since isn't that the movie that the kids are watching in Halloween?
2: That was the OG one. That was the OG one, not the uh, Kurt Russell one. Oh, and so
1: Carpenter did the other one?
2: Yeah, the thing was, I think, back in the 50s, I believe, which actually had some really interesting stunt work in there. Where they literally just lit the guy on fire and had him run around.
3: Yeah, so they were... Uh, it. The first one was from 51. The Thing from Another World was the full name of it. So I like um, how he
1: included that in this movie and then was like, you know what? I'm going to redo that one.
0: But better. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, no, aside from Halloween and the Thing, the only thing I ever knew him for was uh, Escape from New York and Escape from L.A., which we have to appreciate... Because the that that's the reason why we have Solid Snake, basically, yes, so,
2: but also he did do big trouble in little China,
3: right, which it. I've heard of in name, but again, I looked at how much it made at the box office, and I'm like, I don't know that I would say that He's like Dude. the upper level of the you know pantheon of directors. It's Dude, about is it it's about art, not
0: making money, you're right.
3: Yeah. You're right, but at the same time, I mean Halloween itself made seventy million, which is seven times the uh the big trouble in little China.
2: I mean, hmm. you know but still, um, it's Kurt russell
3: it it seems like it's he Kurt did a lot Rus- with yeah. Kurt Russell.
2: <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> but yeah, back on topic Halloween back,
0: back on back on topic. Halloween young boy stabs his family. Um, what a weird intro. Yeah, that's what I want that's what I want to start with is uh, I
2: freaking a- loved it.
0: Uh, th- that's what I want right. to start with is is do you think that the point of view shot in the beginning where he kills, I guess that's his sister? Yeah, yeah. It was his sister. that's
1: what I, yeah. Oh, yeah, because her name was Judith Myers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: How do you, how do, how do we feel about that? Because I feel weird. It felt weird. It's always weird to see first
3: person one, I feel like in any form of media outside of video games because it just feels odd. Um, but at the same time, like, it feels very weird to watch, like, somebody being murdered in first person.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, think, I mean, yeah, we saw her get murdered. But, like, it's definitely nowhere near, like, as gory or, like, you actually saw her get murdered. No, like,
3: I don't I think it was, like... like, a good first person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> It felt very, like, home video. You know, like, the camera was really shaky and, like... Yeah, it feels like
3: if I filmed myself doing an independent film.
2: (laughs) But also, also, if you were walking around like that, would you be perfectly still? Oh, no.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it had to be perfect. I just thought it was, like, very long and it was kind of shaky and... I don't but know. I will
3: say, least, did it not seem like that kid was a friggin' giant? Like it seemed like that was like yeah. a normal adult's height.
2: <laughs> yeah, they they didn't quite get the height right, but personally, I absolutely loved it because it just kind of it set the it set the mood for the movie because it was we didn't have any real context with it, and it just it was mer. Basically, Murder for Murder's Sake, which isn't the best, but still, it just kind of set the mood for me with this movie that, okay, this Michael Myers is screwed up in the head and just, he's going to do something that's not something that we would see as normal.
3: I also agree that it set the mood for me and the mood being that reason has no place in this movie.
0: (laughs) I, I, there, I have some reasoning and I'll get to that later, but carry
1: on. I feel like it gave me the biggest like shock in the entire movie in those first like 15 minutes, because like you said, the height thing, I definitely thought it was like a fully adult Michael Myers. I was very shocked when we realized it was child Michael Myers. And I also felt like, you know, I didn't not realizing who Michael Myers was. I was like, Oh, maybe he has something about like, you know, having sex immor immorality, you know, he has to murder the people who are being immoral. So I thought that was going to be a thing. Um, and it kind of was, kind of wasn't. I mean, it was very clear. He was just, like you said, Jeff, just murdering to murder. But I thought, you know, because they were, you know, getting it on, I thought that was going to be his whole thing. And then, oh, no, that's his sister. And this is a child. <laughs> Surprise. But
0: but I agree with you. I think that is the point of the movie is that chastity is good. Stay pure. Otherwise, yeah,
1: you'll get Yeah, you do kind of get that vibe, don't you?
0: <laughs> yeah. Everybody that he goes after. That's like the concept.
1: have sex. Everyone trying to have sex.
3: Jamie Lee Curtis literally was not with a guy the entire time. like she, there was like cursory flirting over the phone through her friends. Like she didn't even <laughs> do anything. And he just was like, "I'm going after you
2: then again, she was the t- titular uh, final girl mm-hmm.
0: but isn't isn't it in like, some of the later movies, like the reason why he wants to kill her is it
2: like she's his sister or something too? Yeah, too, it shows that. I think she's like a half-sister or something like that.
1: And so he just saw he wants to kill his sisters, wants to be an only child.
3: But see, see, here's the other problem with that, is I can't imagine they ever planned for there to be a two. One, because the original director didn't carry over, but two, because it was an independent film that they did not plan on making this much money.
1: I don't know, that cliffhanger. <laughs>
3: oh,
0: Lord. <laughs> cliffhanger. He got shot and fell out of the second story.
1: But then disappeared. He was gone.
0: <laughs> See, that's how bored I was watching this movie is that I don't even You missed
1: the last shot. I mean, yeah.
0: it's
3: just the idea that he's the boogeyman, he can't be killed, which is like more or less every slasher film.
1: Um, but also in the in the beginning, the parents, I love how they were just like standing there like, "What?" And <laughs> like for like minutes. <laughs>
0: Like, Michael, what are you doing? You're standing there
3: with a knife in your hand covered in blood. Well, and the mom just puts her hands in her pocket. She doesn't go to look inside the house. She just goes, typical "Mm Michael.
1: Michael. Do you think Michael was displaying any tendencies before this incident?
0: That's the question that we'll never have an answer to. We'll never
1: have an answer.
2: Technically, uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween answered that. But then again, that was a reboot and it was very hillbilly. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, see I've I've seen the Rob Zombie movies
0: and they're something else. It's it's Rob Zombie. I don't know what anybody expected.
2: House of a Thousand Corpses is on my list of things to watch. Um so so following up (laughs) following up
0: from the the point of view uh, opening scene, Jacob has written here as a question for us. Apparently he watched the movie, I guess he just didn't want to join us. Um, he says, what's up with the rabbit in red lounge matches? And I don't know that there has to be anything up with it. It's just I, matches.
3: Yeah, I think it's just something to be like, oh, that's identifiable. And so when you see the car crash later on and and when the uh, the doctor finds the matches, he knows that, that Michael's been But
1: there. no, 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 but, I added this. This doesn't make sense because it doesn't make sense to me why the girl had like... You know, they focus in on the... Okay, wait. So you're saying it's identifiable because he's in the same car that the girl was in? Right. I guess. I just felt like it was kind of like... Well, because Michael Myers stole the
3: car, and so then they found the matches, so they knew Michael Myers had been there. But before we even get to the car crash, like, can we just talk about how they didn't really even explain how all of the insane asylum patients (laughs) were out? Just wandering, and in also a storm. the doctor and the nurse who know how dangerous all these people are were like, "Huh, I didn't know they just let people out here." And you were like, "Huh?" And he's like, nah, "In the middle of the going. night just in a thunderstorm." <laughs> yeah, like, I, I mean, I don't know what I'm looking for because I know it's a slasher film, and I've watched other slasher films, and like, I don't need it to be like a plus writing, but you know, like maybe like a C plus
2: <laughs> like make a little bit of sense, right? But also with with Loomis, he's basically been taking care of Michael since he was a kid. So he knows exactly what Michael is capable of. So his first priority was to get to the hospital, see about getting to Michael and seeing uh mm-hmm. a get about getting assistance with the others. Because seriously, Two people with that many mental patients there with that many people there, mental or otherwise. I would be kind of like I'd be hitting that thing in reverse. I'd I'd be going through and seeing if I can get some help.
3: I would be jetting out of there. But really, I think, you know, it almost is a product of, uh, you know, remembering that this movie came out in the 70s. And they didn't just have cell phones where they could have called up to the office and been like, hey, what's going on?
2: Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. So,
0: So follow up question to the whole, we got the insane asylum patients just wandering around outside for some unknown reason. Who taught this man how to drive a car? Well, they
3: brought that up, which I'm glad they brought up. I'm glad they did. Yeah. And they were just like, well, maybe somebody here was teaching them, which is a great thorough plot if they had dialed back and found out that there was some relation to somebody at that facility helping Michael Myers.
0: And then how did he not run out of gas? Or if he did, how did he get more? I have a lot of questions about like. The logistics of how these things happened.
3: I mean, maybe there was a full tank. It was only a, what I think they said one hundred fifty miles away. So if he has half a tank, he could make it.
2: Yeah, and also he could have gas stations aren't aren't very hard to go get gas, and then also I don't uh, even and know dash, basically Not
3: in the seventies the um, was there. I don't even think you had to prepay.
2: No, you didn't. I, oh, think, I think you was, just think you filled it up and then, like then like, uh, paid. Service. I, I
3: do like the idea of thinking about Michael Myers having to stop at a gas station.
1: <gasps> mm-hmm. In his full get up.
3: Mid fleeing. Before he killed the engine the mechanic or whatever.
2: Slight spoiler to the reboot uh to the twenty eighteen you do see him stop at a gas station.
0: Oh jeez. <laughs> nice. Oh boy.
2: Overall, a lot of the stuff here is limited budget because again this is a an independent film this right didn't have like the like a hollywood like multi-million dollar budget to get it all done right so they there were a lot of limits of what they can they could film
0: you know i read somewhere earlier today that the movie was made in like 18 days with a budget of thirty thousand dollars
3: wow the on the on wikipedia anyway it says the budget's 300k but which is still really low in terms of movie budget but yeah i did see that it said filming took place in may and it came out in october of that same year which not only shows the amount of time spent filming but the amount of time spent editing and marketing like you know
0: well, the thing is is like older movies like this, you didn't have all of the 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 post-production and and stuff that goes into like we have nowadays, right? Right. So you could you could have something filmed in the first quarter of the year and it'd be out by quarter 4.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. mean, so I don't know, like so he escapes the insane asylum, right? And then he yeah. goes, he understandably goes back to his hometown because he literally probably doesn't know anywhere else. Can we talk about the ineptitude of the police department who knows this kid murdered his sister and escaped an insane asylum and is like, I don't think you got to worry about it.
0: I mean, that's just police. <laughs> First of all, and then second of all, that's it's a horror, it's a slasher film, and
2: yeah, seriously, the and any any real horror movie well actually in pretty much any movie the police are super inept
3: yeah well this guy and I like how the his the sheriff's daughter even like is like you always think it's the kids when he's like uh oh, some some people just stole some knives and some, some and knives and like literally like oh I don't want to be seen for a crime and he's like it's probably just some kids you know what I mean small town mm-hmm. I guess.
2: Yeah, small town, and also, it had been like what twenty years since the murders happened.
0: It was like fifteen or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which, speaking of which, why did they not? Why did they let that house sit there for fifteen years, just derelict? Why? Why? Why not just demolish it and build something new on the property? I know, because it was a fairly
3: nice area,
1: <laughs> and like obviously, ain't no one buying that house
2: depends on the uh everything that's going on around with the town because have you ever seen detroit that
1: and listen they had to have somewhere be the haunted house i mean what else are kids gonna do on halloween
0: yeah but nobody goes the the only people that go into the haunted house are the cop and the doctor
1: that one kid tried He almost tried now, so are we saying that Michael Myers was the person who robbed that store, or is that just like a red herring?
3: I mean, it's assumed because he stole a mask and knives
0: and knives, yeah, yeah. and some rope, which and, we never see, but
2: and also one tiny thing, how bad do you feel did you feel about the uh, tow truck driver who was just left in the bushes? I know.
1: <laughs> Didn't even try to find the body of this person. He was just there.
0: Yeah. No. That and that never comes up again either. No. Yeah.
2: Unfortunately.
0: So I want to move on to the next question that we have here from Jacob because apparently, again, he watched the movie. These are all the my questions.
3: Yeah, Emily put these. In. Oh, these are your questions. <laughs> yeah. yeah Emily put these was... in, and then I put the top one.
0: Oh, I thought I thought that Jacob did these. Okay. So the top thing where we say what there was a child sex joke. What was that? Because I missed it. Oh, you
3: missed it. So I missed it because I was bored. It was not Annie. It was the other friend when she was sitting in the car and they were going over to Annie's house and they were going to have sex, her and her boyfriend. Um, And Annie was supposed to be watching the little girl, Lindsay. Lindsay. Um, It's like
1: this poor girl, like everyone's trying to have sex at her house when her parents are gone.
3: (laughs) But she calls up Jamie Lee Curtis's character and Jamie Lee Curtis is like, oh, the kid's over here. And she's like, oh, perfect, blah, blah, blah. And then she's discussing the plan with her boyfriend and the boyfriend's like, yeah, her boyfriend, yeah. boyfriend, Bob. Bob. Bob's like, I got it. He's like, first, I'm going to rip off your clothes. And she was like, stop it. And then he was like, then you're going to rip off my clothes. And she's like, ha, ha, ha. And he's like, and then we're both going to rip off uh, Lindsay's clothes. Oh. Who's like yeah. frigging... I don't know, ten Wait, maybe. What? Yeah. yeah, and I looked up the actual. And I saw, yeah, this I was is was like, Sean, the script. Did,
1: I was like, Sean, did he really just say he's going to rip off Lindsay the girl? Because I'm trying to take notes, and I was like, I'm pretty sure Lindsay is the child. <laughs>
3: Well, and so there's like lots of people on Reddit who are like, oh, he's just making a joke. He was just being funny, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, it's weird, but he was just being funny. And I was like, N- that's beyond weird. Like, you that's, know.
0: That's that's kind of creepy, and I don't find it funny at all.
3: Like, no. why couldn't he
1: just say Annie? Like, because she was the other friend who was supposed going to be at this house. Like, because if you're going to make thought, a joke like that, you know, at least yeah no, not I, a child. I thought,
0: I thought that's what they were talking
3: about. I didn't realize, I didn't. Yeah, he said oh. the the name of like the the child. Yeah. All right. It and Sean looked up the script weird. and
1: it was the same.
2: When I was watching it, I didn't even see that.
3: It yeah. was so weird.
2: But also, not trying to say uh, to make excuses or anything, but this was a different time. <laughs> yeah, different but time. was different time. Next time Of blazing saddles, history of the world, just. I don't I, know. Like, it, I know, no, no, it's super child. sketchy. It's, <laughs> it's super like, sketchy. Like, it's but, just
3: a weird yeah. thing that somebody would make a joke about period. I, if you could consider it a joke, like, and I realize it's a different time, but like, yeah. I saw lots of people being like, "Oh, it's so stupid that people are being PC about this," and I was like, "It's a no, fucking but, child. It's not being PC. Like, that's like that's messed up in any time, any place, any any group. You
2: know." And also, I think, I think primarily they kept it in there to say that, hey, this guy isn't—he isn't a good person. He kind of deserves not. this, which
3: I well, can maybe get behind if I believe that Michael Myers has intentions. Morals.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, I was gonna say it doesn't matter if he's a good person or not because he's dead like karma. Ten later. So, and I I also would like to pose the question because we already talked about the motive and the motive being promoting chastity apparently,
1: kind um, of, mm-hmm. kind of,
0: kind of a little bit. Um, With every slasher. How, how come? So for for most of it, like he goes in for the choke, right? Mm-hmm. And these people sound they don't sound like they're being choked. They sound like they're having a great time.
1: I know. Oh, yeah,
3: the one where she's on the phone.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, yikes. Stop
0: playing.
3: It's like, is it sex or are you dying? I don't know. That's the question of
1: the Halloween movie.
3: Like
0: like when he stabs his sister in the opening of the movie and she's like, oh, Michael, no.
3: Yeah, the
1: first one's just like, Michael. I know. I thought Michael was the name of her boyfriend. (laughs) Like, I didn't put two and two together, obviously. And I was like, oh.
2: But also, wasn't this like a lot of people's like first real acting jobs or something like that? I think so. Yeah, so like a lot of the teenagers, probably inexperienced and were just like, uh, what sounds should I make? And they were just like, I don't know, sex sounds?
1: Sex sounds, yes. <laughs> yeah, see, the, the thing is, is
0: nowadays, Michael Myers can go up to choke somebody and then be like, joke's on to you, I'm
2: into that shit.
1: Yikes. Yeah, Wait. this could definitely have a reboot of its own in that way.
2: Oh, I'm sure that there's someone. Yeah, I'm sure it exists the, already. Now, why didn't he ocean. use
1: that rope that he bought to choke and shingle these people? I
0: I don't know, because they mentioned the rope, and I never saw a
2: rope. Never saw a rope. He might have used it to help take out uh, Judith's uh, tombstone.
1: Mm. Mm. Yeah. Or maybe he used it because my thing is also, does he have like remote control door openers in all these houses? Because he would just open the door and he would like not be near the door. But somehow the door would open while he's around.
0: He's got, uh, see, so this came out in 78, which was a year after A New Hope. So he had the force.
1: Mm. Is he a lost (laughs) Jedi? Uh,
0: I don't know that I would say Jedi, but sure, we'll we'll go with that you know, and I guess we'll go off of the final question that you have written here for us, which is how do we think this movie holds up in 2020? And I'm going to say not well.
1: Yeah. You know, I know that it's a classic. um, And so I tried to hold it with that regard, but it's, I, I, I finished the movie and I was like, I'll never get that hour and a half back.
3: Yeah. I wonder if it, you know, because obviously it kind of predates a lot of the other really popular slasher films. I wonder it if it totally set the bar so low for those, like because oh. like if you watch slasher films, like you kind of know what you're getting, like you're gonna have a lot of this, you know, B movie style stuff. But I don't know if it was an intentional or just a product of it being a low budget indie film, and then people were just like, oh yeah, we can do that, because like I wonder like if the budget had been better, like this movie would have had differences for sure and those would have then impacted the friday the 13th the night nightmare on elm street etc etc you know
0: well see here's the thing and and i haven't seen most of the halloween movies i have seen a lot of friday the 13th and i have seen actually i've seen all the friday the 13th and i have seen a lot of the nightmare on elm street movies but the thing is that with like these movies, they start off simple, right? Like with this one or the first Friday the 13th or the first nightmare on Elm street, it's a, it's a very simple premise. And by the time you get to the 10th movie, all of a sudden they it's set in the year 2100 and Jason is a robot in space now. Mm -hmm. So I don't know.
3: Yeah. I mean, I just have to compare it to like Friday the 13th, which is probably like my favorite of the slasher films. Mm -hmm. And in terms of, like, you could say that there's benefits to not really giving the character a backstory, because it just establishes him as a psychopath. But, like, at least in Friday the 13th, there was some reason for Mrs. Voorhees to be the killer. Like, you know her son supposedly drowned because the camp counselors were oh gosh, watching yes. him like so at least there was like some rationale there and it doesn't have to be long like it doesn't need to be a long exposition or backstory but like i felt like it kind of set the frame of the movie better for me
0: well and, and then see here's the here's the thing and this will kind of lead into um, then the next question that we're going to pose here is uh with, with these kinds of long series like this again the first movie or two is usually pretty tame you have like four people maybe die right but then you get to the later installments like the first Friday the 13th that I ever saw was the sixth one where somehow they put a metal spike in Jason in the grave and it gets shot with electricity and then he rises from the dead to go on a killing spree again and it just gets insane
3: Yeah, I mean, I've always found the interesting thing, you know, because Jason's such a recognizable villain. Like, you know, him, Michael Myers, and Freddy are, like, probably the most recognizable, like, slasher villains. And the fact that what Jason wasn't in the first one, I don't think he was in the Was he in the second one? I don't think he was in the second one. I think he came in the third one, right?
0: No, Jason was in the second one.
3: He was in the second one. So it's, like, weird that, you know, the first Friday the 13th, which set all that off, didn't even really have Jason in it.
2: What are you thinking, Jeff? To go back to the whether or not Halloween has aged well, personally, I think it did, uh, because, like you guys said, it's a classic, but also it does very loosely hit some themes that are prevalent today, such as bullying, things like mental health, like, because seriously, this this movie took it and just went with the stereotype of saying hey mental patients are all crazies they're all they're all kind of like not good which is
3: so that made it age well
2: to me it aged well because it brings up the thought of okay this is what we've done how does this compare to what we do now and a lot of the time, a lot of the action movies, a lot of the horror movies today, they do the same exact thing. So it brings it brings the thought to life that, hey, maybe we should look at this and be like, hey, maybe mm-hmm. we shouldn't be doing the stereotyping anymore. I, I
3: almost feel like that kind of shows how the movie hasn't aged well. I mean, obviously, I just, I guess, look at it a little different. But for me, it just shows that, like almost the tone deafness that we probably as a public conscious had back in the 70s and even up till you know really recent times and lots of us still today but um because i feel like the its approach to mental health is kind of like oh that did not age well
2: i tend to look at things as like this is kind of a product of the times and that it may not have aged well in that regard but it's like for me halloween is still an Excellent slasher movie with all the shortcomings, everything there, budget, whatnot. But honestly, it's still something that I really enjoy, and I personally think that it's that it has aged well, just because practical effects, just kind of that slow burn of tension, things of that nature. There.
3: Yeah, I mean, it definitely set a lot of the foundation i feel like for not only slasher but like some horror movies in general and like you know the ominous you know slow approach of michael myers is so identifiable and has like carried over i feel like into other movies and games and everything like that you know his his approach was very unique rather than like i don't know like somebody like sneaking up on you it's more like it's the gradual slowness, like it just is builds and builds and builds. It ramps like that.
2: Yeah, and also how f- how creepy is how creeped out would he be if you had someone following you like Laurie Strode was followed?
3: Mm-hmm. I can tell you, I would not be by myself. My grown ass self would be surrounding myself with like ten other people at all times. I'd be not grabbing my children. freaking
2: katana. And <laughs> hit- his team I, team I actually team have, team. have a katana in my house. <laughs>
1: You know what? The mental health issues may not age well, but that theme song—that's
3: the the best part of this for sure. So
0: good. But see, here's here's my thing: is that if I saw somebody just staring at me and walking like that. (laughs) My my fight or flight would kick in, and most of the time, I'm ready to fight. So, (laughs) (laughs) it
1: looks like I'm getting choked out today, boys. When he slammed the brakes on the car, I was like, please, come out and slash this girl right now. (laughs) (laughs) Can we...
3: So, hearing the katana just made me think, can we talk about how Michael Myers has the worst grasp on his weapons of any serial killer ever? That man dropped his, his knives, like, three times, and then, what's the main character's name? The main girl? Lori. Strode. Laurie. Laurie. Uh, can we talk about how she also just tosses the knife the <laughs> second dead. time? After she thought she already killed him? It was just like, ah, eh, let me toss the knife. I was like, oh my gosh, girl. He gonna kill you.
0: Yeah, I was like, there's like 10 minutes left in this movie, honey. You're not gonna...
1: Eric, I think you could take, I think you could take Michael Myers.
0: I, I mean... Uh... <laughs> I don't know. That's probably... I don't know what their workout regimen is like in that mental facility, but obviously that dude is jacked.
1: And we did see him display some good core strength when he uh, was just laying down and then immediately just sat up. Yeah, he sat
2: up. Yeah. His knees
3: didn't bend to help him at all. I was like, okay, Michael.
2: He freaking undertaker that shit.
3: <laughs> yeah, very much. It was very much the Undertaker.
0: <laughs> I, I, I also would like to talk about how when he killed the guy, he was choking him out and he was holding him there. And then he stabbed through him with enough force that the knife stuck to that cabinet and held the dude there. <laughs> I yeah I
3: was struggled. a little shook. He struggled to to strangle the first girl, so the the his like discretion of strength is miraculous.
2: With the first girl, he was strangling her, but also she was making a lot of noise, honking the horn things, so he had to get that done quicker than the choking was doing, so he went to the slashy slashy.
3: Right, but then he (laughs) left her... Laying on the horn, he didn't move her off the horn after the cut scenes, and you hear the horn in the distance. Yeah, and I love how the
1: neighbors just can't be bothered. Not when the horn's going off, not when Lori's like banging on the door. They're like, no. This
3: is a popular neighborhood, and there are no adults present at any time.
1: It's the same with Hocus Pocus. All
3: the adults are at
2: the rave from Hocus.
1: They're They're all at the rave in Hocus (laughs) Pocus.
2: And
0: (laughs) I put a spell on you.
2: I can see why adults would be kind of kind of reluctant to go and help some uh, help Lori. It was just because it's Halloween. They probably got pranked like 40 freaking times, especially with flaming bags of poop. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they were probably just like, this this is probably just another prank and just left her. Here's a question that I have kind of I'm going to
0: kind of. Uh, backtrack to the bullying thing that we were talking about a minute ago. a little bit of Has bullying anybody there. ever actually seen children treat each other like that in real life? Yes, really. <laughs> yeah,
1: not that, because but that bullying was bad. I mean not
0: not necessarily
3: the push over on the pumpkin part, but like, yeah, I remember seeing kids at school treating
1: other
2: kids like that.
3: Oh,
0: absolutely same here. Because I remember being bullied, and it was mainly just, ha you have glasses, you look like Harry Potter.
1: I mean, I, I hate to admit this right now. She's um, a bully. I, I don't want y'all to think differently of me, um, but I was a bully in elementary mm-hmm. school. I would kick boys mm-hmm. on their shins and spit on them. So
0: What? Um, huh. <laughs> I think I, I ha- I'm gonna need some context on this later or tomorrow or something. Yeah, I think I there's had a like story a, here.
1: I had like a tomboy complex. Like I was like trying to show that I was just as tough, and so I in turn just bullied other
2: boys. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, Em, but we've got to end our friendship yeah. on this. <laughs> I didn't know this about you. I don't condone bullying.
1: Yeah, also, yeah, and nothing
3: <laughs> happens to the bullies though. Like, right? He just scares yeah. the one bully, but like, he doesn't do anything. Like, he just also,
1: yeah, them. I mm-hmm. love how the psych, uh, the psychiatrist guy, <laughs> when the kids were at the Myers house, and he oh, was like, oh, he, "He was
2: such shit. a dick." You
1: know, Spooked them. <laughs> that was he
3: that was, was a such good a one. dick. He's, he's like by far the best character in this movie.
2: Oh, absolutely, yeah.
1: Is that who the Pleasance guy is? Is that who the actor is? Yeah, he's, he's, he's Pleasance. Yeah, he Donald. was
2: Pleasant. Going back to the uh, stab through the wall thing, it's movie magic, yes, but there's no way that that knife could have held him up like that at all.
1: Listen, he got the heavy-duty knives at that hardware store.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's one of my favorite slasher movies. Is it your
1: first, Jeff? Is it your first slasher movie?
2: I've seen a lot of Friday the 13th. I've seen... What was your first slasher movie? First slasher movie. Um, I was just interested
1: if it was Halloween. Because I could understand, if you know, having that kind of... That's how I kind of feel with Friday the 13th. Since that was the first one I saw. It's like, oh, Jason. Which is probably comparable to Michael Myers, but... Because it was my first, I'm like, ugh.
2: I think the first one I actually saw was Nightmare on Elm Street 3, The Dream Warriors.
1: Oh. I haven't seen any of the Nightmare on Elm Streets.
2: I think the first one
3: I technically saw was Freddy vs. Jason, which <laughs> isn't great. <laughs> oh, uh, oh my god,
2: It's so much fun. <laughs> it it is it, uh, such the such a fun is movie. Great.
0: Yeah, it's like Alien vs. Predator, but slashers
2: yeah and not gonna lie i'd watch freddie versus jason over avp any day of the week that's fair so yeah. speaking of
0: freddie versus jason we're gonna say also versus michael myers how do you think that uh he compares to like the other slasher
1: did jason have a motive Was he also just kind of, I can't remember. So,
3: I mean, the motive in the first Friday the 13th is Jason's mom, because she's the actual killer, and it's because of Jason. Right. Um, But then Jason does have the motive that I think one of the camp counselors beheads his mother. Correct. And so Jason comes back from the dead to kill the camp counselors.
2: He actually actually didn't die. He was, somehow he survived, and his mother was, I think his mother was kind of taking care of him, like, uh, kind of like uh, Lake Placid, how one of the people was like feeding the giant alligator mm. or whatever. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so it's kind of hard because I like I kind of already said how Friday Thirteenth was my first slasher, so like I have a special place for Jason compared to Michael Myers. The fact that Michael doesn't have the motive, it it does add. At first, I was kind of like, "Well, this is dumb," but then it, it does kind of add to the like oh, like, he's scary just because he will kill anyone. Like, just look at him the wrong way and he will just kill.
3: Right. In terms of who I'd be most or least afraid of out of those three, though, I think it would be Michael Myers. Like, because Jason is is quicker um, and just seems like he would kill you much quicker. Uh, And Freddy literally enters your dreams. Like, your dreams aren't even your safe space anymore. So, like... Were they ever? I'm gonna take my chance on Michael Myers, who just slow approaches you. Like, and also, <laughs> he's not that great at stabbing. Did you see him? Like he tried to stab her and he stabbed her her sleeve. And then she was sitting on the couch and he missed her again. Like, I'm taking my chances on him.
0: I mean, yeah, no, I, I I agree. Uh, it It comes down to me for like the approach, right? When Michael Myers is walking up to somebody. He's just he's just he's just here for a good time. He's just on a little stroll. Uh, Jason, on the other hand, is power walking. he's gonna get you?
3: Yeah, even yeah. at his slowest, the power walk is terrifying.
2: But in Michael Myers' defense, he was facing the final girl, so final girl armor. Right.
3: That's I do love in slasher films that you know whoever the main like living character is that they're not gonna die. It's just gonna be all their friends
2: hmm
0: it's like when you watch an anime and there's that golden trio of characters except for this time it's only one
2: <laughs> my vote for slasher of the week my vote would actually be michael the reason is is because he's more likely to show up in real life because mm. jason is a zombie He is a super-powered, power-walking zombie that can punch your head off. Many times over. Freddy Krueger. He's a dream-haunting boogeyman. But Michael Myers is not necessarily with like the super strength or things like that, but he personifies something that can happen in real life. That Mm. you can have somebody that says that, F this, I'm having a bad day they may have just been boiling up to something and all of a sudden they start coming at you with a freaking kitchen knife. Yikes. So that's my skill of realism versus fantasy. But if it was like in the movie universe, I'd say probably I'd give give it to Jason mm-hmm. just because Jason's Jason. Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> Yeah, gosh, the yeah. sound from both of these franchises is just so iconic.
2: Oh, absolutely. All
1: right. Yeah.
0: So, so overall, <gasps> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like it was a, a a bad movie to watch, but I was bored for the whole hour and a half that I sat here. So,
1: I feel like you have to watch it as the first slasher. Give it respect. And then, you know, you could say it's not your favorite, though. Some people, it is their favorite. Yeah, but, see,
0: that, that's, you know, that's what it was, is I tried, and I was just like, yeah. I couldn't pay attention because it felt like for the first hour of the 90-minute movie, nothing was happening.
1: <laughs> Annie was getting stuck in a window. What? What more could you want?
0: Well, maybe she shouldn't have lost her pants.
2: <laughs> it was Michael hunting his prey, getting to know their patterns, and just like, okay, I'm going to kill these kids (laughs) it was him preparing for the hunt 20 kids easy targets easy targets but yeah it's still one of my favorite favorite movies in the slasher genre i've watched a bunch of them and just honestly you can't for me you can't really go wrong with a classic halloween theme and just seeing the william shatter mask coming at you it's just like
0: Yeah, I I I was waiting for the mask for a long time, but I feel like it was also barely in the movie. I guess that's all we got. All right.
1: How does the theme song go again? Do 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 do. I feel like you can make like a twerk song to that. Do 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 ( initiatives) do 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 do.
3: Please don't. I'm sure somebody already has.
1: Yeah,
0: I don't. I don't like that thought.
1: Jacob, while you're editing this, I need you to find the twerk version of the Halloween theme and make it the oh, outro.
2: Make it the, the intro or the outro, yeah. <laughs> if you're new to the genre, if you're getting into it, watch Halloween. I personally like it. The other three, not so much because their opinions are wrong. Hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or I'm you're mean. the old
2: guy. Hey, I'm only a also- few years <laughs> older than you guys and by it's a few awesome. i mean five like five ish i think oh god i'm old
0: well thanks for joining me again tonight guys i hope that whoever decides to watch this movie after listening to us is not as bored as we were
2: you've got to go into it with the right mindset
0: i you know see i tried i really did because i remember it being a lot better than i found it i don't know you didn't try hard enough what else is new <laughs> I kid, I kid. So once again, this was the Peach Geeks Film Club. Uh, I've been your friend and very bored
2: person watching this movie, Eric. I've been your frenemy and slow walking slasher movie villain, Jeff.
1: I'm Emily.
3: Yeah, and I'm Sean.
2: Boo. All right.
0: <laughs> Goodbye, everybody.
1: Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> du- 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 du-
0: Peach Geeks Film Club is a production of the Peach Geeks Network. Film Club was created and hosted by Eric Bowser, and this episode co-starred Emily Haran, Sean Haran, and Jeffrey McKenney. Editing by Jacob Gallet, and podcast artwork by Emily Haran. The intro and outro music is by Vivek Abhishek, with an available link in the podcast notes. For more information on Peach Geeks Podcasts or to join the conversation, join our Discord channel or find us at peachgeeks.net.